0: to Football Neophyte, where an American who knows a lot about sports, but little about soccer, uh, football, journeys through the 2018-19 English Premier League season to discover a team to root for. I'm your host, Nate Hughes.
1: All right, welcome to the latest episode of Football Neophyte podcast. Today, I am blessed to sit here with Jimmy Culliton. He is a Man City supporter uh, and also the owner of a bar that's right downstairs from my office, which is such a blessing for us on those long days, we can go down, grab a pint, um, and so really thankful to have him here. Uh, Jimmy, welcome to the well, thank podcast. You. Thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, it's great. So give me a little bit of your history, where are you from, how How Man City, why Man City? Okay, so
2: um, in, a, in a nutshell, I'm from Dublin, Ireland. Okay. Um, most people in Ireland, um, when they're the soccer, the big attraction would be Manchester United. <clears throat> Um, Liverpool, Celtic, Arsenal, the bigger teams because Ireland doesn't have a professional league so everyone kind of supports the English teams or um, the Scottish teams Um, Manchester City back in the 90s had a bunch of Irish players actually at one stage they had five guys from Ireland on the team so that's kind of how I got into them I was kind of following these in the international game and then when they went back to their clubs obviously they were going back to Manchester City and I met you know I don't know. I, I just always like the underdog and the smaller, <clears throat> the smaller team. Um, and back we, then, that was true of Man City. Yeah, like like they're when, kind of the. Like this is when we were poor. And my, I think my first game was in 1992. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I remember. Um, you know, it's got very easy nowadays. Like getting from Ireland to England with Ryanair, something can bounce over 20 books You know, yeah. um, but And we used to take the boat, so it'd be you know we used to leave on a Friday night, and stay in Hollyhead. It's like four-hour boat journey, stay in Hollyhead, get up uh, in the morning, and then take the bus to Manchester and go to the game. How long this is, that was, trip, this was, how yeah, is that trip? To about two, two and a half hours on, okay. on the bus then after, the next morning, um, but I was a member of the Dublin Supporters Branch of Manchester City, so we, they organized the tickets and made it pretty easy. The only difficult thing was... You have to be back on that bus before midnight on the Saturday. Oh, it would have been better off putting you on the bus at 6 o'clock, rather than midnight, because you'd have a few beers, and then you don't want to leave. You're talking to a couple of girls. And yeah. it's, it's difficult to get out of there. So. Oh,
1: I'm sure. But And then
2: we travel. We'd get back to Hollyhead. The boat would leave at 4, and we'd be back in Dublin by 8 a.m. the next day. Now, you're just jumping on a 20-minute flight, commuting. Uh, you know, uh, Even to this day, I have season tickets at Man City. Oh, cool. And I share them with um, three of us share two season tickets um, these guys live in Ireland and they bounce just well, cheap flights so when I go back to Ireland I'll always get a couple of games and that's I great I can take my pick which games are left you
1: know? that's cool so how long have you been in the States
2: then? Um, believe it or not actually 20 years yesterday I've like, been in America I was in uh, moved to New York in 1998 and then um, was bartending started off you know the typical immigrant story you're <laughs> I'm only here for a year and now it's 20 years you know um, and <clears throat> You know, as a busboy, barback, bartender, and then um, my current business partner, Tom downstairs in Cattle Black, um, moved to Arizona after 9 11 and stuff. So I played golf, and <clears throat> came out here, and absolutely loved it. And discovered that there was a couple of Manchester City fans in the area. Yeah. We set up the Manchester City supporters group for Phoenix, and now we're up and running, and uh, we were that's 60 members, but we meet every every game, and we watch the games downstairs at the kettle black. <clears throat> so it's been a bit of a test. Some of the games are at 4:30 in the morning, so. Yeah. It's amazing the people that come out and get up that early and, and come and support the team. Well, that's
1: kind of my strategy right now. I've got three young kids, and so the, the, I can watch about one match a week. And so the match I'm choosing is the 4.30 game, so I can get up and okay. I can actually pay attention right. before the kids come out of the bedroom and I'm lost okay, to being so able to play. you watch to... that Wolf,
2: the Manchester City and Wolves game? Though? Yeah, that was, that was the
1: match that I was actually <laughs> got to spend the most time
2: on. Um, that was yeah. a heartbreaker, because I get up to watch that game, and then... Um, you know, I had to work that night. Oh, yeah. I was so annoyed about the game. I couldn't go back to sleep for the rest of the day. So I was going from like 4, 4 a.m. all the way through to closing the restaurant at 2. Oh. So it was like a 22 hour day just because I was so annoyed. And well, that way that game went down with the handball. Oh, the so
1: handball and the offsides, yeah. right? Because it wasn't just the handball. But especially,
2: like we just came out of a great World Cup where they have video assisted referee. That's right. And everybody gets reviewed. So you're kind of getting, I've got used to that now. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's not there, yeah. and if there was there, we would have won that game. Yeah, two or three. Same with the United game last year. Um, pe- blatant penalty not given. Like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm crying here, but like you know, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a big uh, fan of the expression. There's no sympathy in sports. Yeah, so yeah. I, I try not to moan too much, but. Um, well, so speaking of that,
1: that game against uh, Manu, I'm watching. I'm watching All or Nothing. Yeah, um, it's been like fabulous to see the kind of inner workings of mm-hmm. a of a football club and all that. But the episode I just watched was that episode, yeah. and it's interesting even in the show to see um, how you got to create, like, the, the antagonist, right, of the, of the Plus, episodes. Like, and yeah. Liverpool, they do a great job yeah. of making Liverpool look like just the worst enemy, right? Well,
2: that's yes, is they are. <laughs> but, um, uh, they, um, they've kind of, yeah, like, you talk to a lot of, like, Manchester City fans now and stuff. Um, the number one enemy now, it's, it's kind of moved from United. Well, because Liverpool, Liverpool, and especially kind of, the way Liverpool is playing. Yeah, like, and again, just go back to the VAR. We didn't get the rub of the green in that game. We did offside goal that wasn't given. And, you know, and another day with video-assisted referee, we, we could have won that tonight, you know? And, yeah. You know, all or nothing, as suppose. but... Uh, <laughs> well,
1: and then, yeah, so I'm watching this episode last night, expecting, or a couple nights ago, expecting, like, Man City to clinch the championship on their home like, field uh,
2: against uh, Man U. I was at that game. You were at that yeah, game? Yeah, I was, I was at that game. Oh, heartbreaking. <laughs> Yeah, like literally, you know, we had the league wrapped up, but it would have been just so sweet to win it that day. But we had a Champions League game in three days after so We rested a lot of our players. That's right. Yeah, because they, they didn't bring we, on Aguero. Yeah. Debrunia, and yeah, yeah, they came on late. A couple of guys came um, on late. When we went three two down. Yeah. Um, but we should have put those guys. You got to. Two 0 is a is a, isn't is a dangerous scoreline. Yeah. We had chances to put that game to bed, and we didn't. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, like walking out of the Etihad that day it was. It's like walking at the funeral. It's oh, I'm like, sure. We like won the league. Yeah. I don't know, we have this wrapped
1: up. We we'll win it next week, but the disappointment because it, it, to it, beat against your eyes, yeah, right? I know. That's, yeah. Oh man. Well, it's been really. I mean, I think in some ways, as I'm going on this journey. I'm, I'm finding myself attracted to lots of different things about lots of different teams. But being able to watch the inner workings of Man City in some ways gives Man City an advantage because I am seeing them more sure. than other clubs. But watching Pep. I'm also recognizing things that I enjoy more about clubs, right? Mm-hmm. Like I love these like passionate coaches,
2: like Pep, yeah, and he's you know he's managing multi-millionaires here with big egos and big Twitter following. And uh, I was actually this week he put a ban on cell phones in the whole complex. Oh wow! Players can't agree because you know they're on Snapchat and Twitter and So I don't know. <clears throat> so he brought in the real, He's banning all cell phones from that. But yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't take any anything, you know. Yeah. He's, he's the man, and and he's super intense. It, you know, even for myself, I had no idea he was like that. Yeah. You know, all or nothing, and um, kind of opened everybody's eyes. But it, it's it, it's great. And even like I find myself with, um, you know, I'm watching Hard Knocks. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of like I like the Browns now because I've been watching. I kind of the that I these guys are all right. You know what I mean? Like, right how you dealt with a couple of situations.
1: When you build, you, you feel like you know them. Like, so I watched, I've been watching All or Nothing, and then I watched the Man City Wolves game. Yeah. And I almost felt starstruck. Right. Watching the match, yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's Pep. Yeah. I feel like I kind of know him. Sure, and oh, sure. Kyle Walker, and, you know, these different players yeah. that you start to build, like, some sort of, like, relationship
2: with, whether yeah, it's, it's it, it, false or not. Definitely, the All or Nothing show is... You Know, I've never seen anything like that. I've been a soccer fan all my life, yeah. Like, I've never seen inside like a dressing room before, Amazon, yeah. what was on the plugs, the tactics on the board, and stuff like that. But yeah, like we're very lucky to have that, yeah. We really are.
1: I think, yeah, it's really it's been really helpful for me, even to understand the sport yeah. better, you know. Um, okay, a couple things I noticed from that mm-hmm. the Carbo Cup, they win this Carbo Cup, and I. <laughs> what in the hell is a Carbo Cup? Okay. You have UEFA, you have like the Champions League, you have the FA Cup, which yes. I understand is like English well, Cup. Yes, yeah, so and no
2: team has ever won all four trophies.
1: Yeah, I've heard, So, okay.
2: um, but you have to qualify for the Champions League, so it's yeah. not guaranteed that That's you, right. you got to finish in the top four, you need yeah. to qualify for the Champions League, so it's not guaranteed you're in that. But it is guaranteed that you're in the Carbo Cup, which is actually called the League Cup, but it just changes... Like back in the day, I remember it was sponsored by milk. It's called okay. the Milk Cup, and then um, the little—it's changed his name a lot. Got it. Um, but um, that would be, you know, domestically. when I mean, like, you know, not—you know—not bringing Europe into play. That would be the least important of the trophies. Okay. And a lot of, a lot of teams, like the bigger, the Premier League, is where all the money's at. So yeah. they do they got a game on Saturday, and they have a cargo uh, Cup game on the Wednesday, there's a good chance they're not going to play their full team. Yeah. Um, but it's still a trophy.
1: Um, and what's the difference between it and FA? So that's what I'm confused uh, about. Very similar. The, FAA, okay.
2: the FA Cup now, um, will, actually, I believe it's the oldest cup competition in the world, okay. uh, soccer. So, um, and that's, yeah, it'd be very similar, but the, the Carvel Cup starts earlier, so the FA Cup doesn't start. At, I don't think until January. Okay. As a Carbo Cup, the final is in February, so they don't really overlap.
1: Okay. But um, they're both like only English clubs, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And are the, FA is available to every club
2: in the yeah yeah. So, and same the the Carbo yeah. So we basically um, FA stands for Football Association. Okay. And every club, like if we have, if me and you had a soccer team in England, we can qualify and play in that FA Cup. And sometimes. You know the romance of this that happens. Like there was a, a game last year, I, think, oh God, I can't remember the name. It was a non-league team, so they're not in a perfected amateurs. Like these guys are oh, man wow. milkman. It's like adult league softball, yeah, like, here right? Yeah, they yeah. have real jobs, and they qualified and they got drawn to play Arsenal. Oh. And there was a goalkeeper, the substitute goalkeeper, and he was on. He put some plays on the bench, but he had a best. But one of his Boys that he would uh, eat a burger on, but he was sitting on the bench. I, I don't know, he got some crazy odds off Paddy Power that yeah. will, because he's a big fat dude, you know, yeah. I and mean? he was like, you should YouTube, but I, I can't. It's I'll have to dumb. find it. So oh, there he I'll check is, the, the camera switches to him, the camera's right in his face, and there he is, munching on a big cheeseburger. Like, oh my I don't gosh. know how much money he won, but there was a bit of an inquiry into it, but uh, <laughs> that's the romance of the cup, you know, with this, the little guy, Aveling alive. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, um, the little teams can cause the big upset, especially when they catch them on their own turf. Yeah. But the big boys don't like going down there and, and getting down and playing, in, you know, terrible, uh, we call them, obviously, the pitch, yeah. field, uh, in your terminology. But, uh, yeah, they don't really like going to the lower division teams and getting rattled. You yeah, know? I can imagine. Answer.
1: Okay, well, that, that helps me understand. Yeah. Okay, and then also... Uh, Help me understand these little bras that these guys are wearing on this, like, in training. Yeah. Are they weighted or
2: what? what's the deal well, with those? Yeah, like, it's it, it, so it's just all sports science, basically. Like, you'd never see that. You're, like, go yeah. away. way. But I guess there's heart monitors and stuff on them. Okay. I'm about spacey, all it is, really. But would I wear one? I mean? not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just the way sports science is going. Is, you know, you see golfers now on the PGA Tour wearing these, like, big Band-Aid things on the back of their neck because it yeah. helps the, you know, sexology and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's all it is. Um, basically, just a bit of sports science.
1: Great. Okay, now also, so I think one of the big things that a lot of Americans have problems wrapping their mind around when it comes to English Premier League is there's no championship game, right? Mm-hmm. So, and we're even witnessing this in All or Nothing. Yeah. You, Man City can lock up the title... With many games to go, and it seems to take a bit of the drama out of the sport. Sure, sure. But when I'm watching the highlights from the 2012 uh, championship, it settled on the last day. Man City wins, and they win in this like dramatic fashion on extra time goal that wins the yeah. wins the cup for me. Well,
2: that was that was the first time he won the league in 44 years. That's right, and you were I, there. You said. I, I was, I, it was, it's,
1: Tell me that some still. of the best days of my life. But still
2: yeah. goosebumpy. Yeah. Even right now, talking about this, it's like a little chill down my back. But yeah, so basically, we've been in the United Manchester United shadow forever. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're the biggest club in the world. You can't deny it. You know, they the most fans around the world. We've been the little, the little club in the background. But we're also the only team that's actually from Manchester. United are in Salford which is outside the city of Manchester United don't like that that was the really only team to come from Manchester so yeah. they don't really like that um, <laughs> But long story short they kind of choked um, we were 8 points behind with 5 games left I think oh wow and they, they lost a few games dropped a few points and we capitalised um, to set up the game we beat them we played them head to head and we beat them at the And um, then we went to Newcastle which is a tough place to go Yaya Touré scored 2 so all we have to do was be QPR, the Queen's Park Rangers from London, and they're about to be relegated. Okay. A lot of American fans don't probably don't understand relegation. But if you would, I, I would firmly believe the MLS would, would do a lot better if they brought in this relegation thing. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the American sports culture of rewarding the team that comes last with yeah. the best draft pick, that's that doesn't happen. If you yeah. come last, you're out. Yeah. And that's
1: it. So yeah. um, Anyway, and, and then it know, gives teams like the Phoenix Rising, who are trying to get yeah, into the MLS be, an opportunity sure. to...
2: Yeah, that'd be so well cool. The winner of the USL goes gets promoted. You know, I just seen... It, that would I mean, be cool. Got a, got his, his the Miami, Miami team, case, yeah. Inter-Miami or something it's called. But, yeah. Um, anyway, another sidetrack book. Um, that Aguero, we call it the Aguero Day. Okay. So, after we beat Newcastle, I was so excited. <clears throat> I um, just instantly booked flights. Right, like, I'm going. I have to be there for this. We're going to win the league first time in my lifetime to ever see it 40 40 years, like you know. Yeah, so um, I booked flights and then I got on some website. And I was a bit naive to be honest, I would never do it again, but um, I got on some website and it was tickets, so I was like, cool. So, I bought two tickets for maybe 500 of some third party guy, and turned out complete scam. Yeah, never showed up. Yeah, lost my money. Yeah, so and my nephew who his name was Thomas, um, I made him be a Manchester City fan when he was born in 1995, nice. really in the bad days, <laughs> and he got bullied throughout school, I'm like, why am I, I want to be a Liverpool, fan? I'm like, no, stick it out, yeah. it will come around, the ironic thing is that we, we sing a song, uh, Man City, and we used to sing it in the 90s, uh, and actually have a sticker on the window on the plug downstairs, the best team in the land of all the world, and then I remember listening to this song, I'm like, why are we singing this song? <laughs> Crack! <laughs> yeah. The best demon, in. But um, anyway, I made him become a Man City fan. So he was coming over from Ireland for the game, all excited. I'm like, dude, I don't have tickets. So I put an ad up on Craigslist. This guy responded to that and um, so I said, you know, I met him outside the ground, and he. It's, it's completely illegal to to sell tickets. Yeah. You know, okay. Not like here. Yeah. You can't sell them on, and if, if you're caught selling them for a profit, and um, so you'd probably lose your season ticket. So this guy was really, he didn't trust me because he didn't know if I worked for the club. Of course. And I didn't trust him because I thought he was trying to scam me. So of course. weird, you know. Yeah. So he's like, get in the car. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I get in the car. He's like, these are the tickets here. I'm like, all right. So once you look. He's like, I'm looking for seven pounds for two tickets. Sure. So that's that's literally over a grand. Over the season card for the next two years. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I'm under pressure. My nephew's coming over. I have to do this. So like, show me the tickets. I had the tickets in my hand. I'm like, heaven knows, these are real. It's like, can you bring them up? Can I bring these up to the ticket? And he's like, if you bring them up to the ticket desk, they're going to cop on and realize that what I'm doing. So yeah. that's going to blow our cover. So I'm like, all right, so I met these two Irish guys and they're in the pub. So I, I call them, I'm like, Listen, do me a favor, Jump in the back of the car. So this guy got in the back of the car. We drive around. Like, it was like doing a major, you know, no. like, part of it's a big major drug deal You Yeah, right. trying to buy two tickets to a game. <laughs> so long story short, got the tickets off the guy. And we go in there and I didn't know at the time, but I probably had the best seat in the house for what was about to happen. Um, right behind the goal. Like, nearly just right behind the goal. Um, so the game developed, and you can see, but basically we had to win that game because United had won at Sunderland. Yeah. Um, and if, even if we had drawn the game, um, United would have won the league. Okay. So we're, we need two goals in five minutes. Yeah. So we score 2-2 in the 90th minute. Um, so we have five minutes and it's not just losing, it's losing to United, and it's choking, yeah. and it's, we're playing the lowest team, we're about to be relegated, and they've had a player sent off, so they're down to ten men, oh, the like, the pressure's on, we're hitting the post, it's 95% possession, we're doing everything, we just can't score. Um, so, it's a bit of a blur, but I remember Aguero getting the ball, and just, I just remember it breaking to him, and, and you know, your sense of adrenaline's going, out and you stand up and I heard that ball, he hammered it, but I heard the ball racking the net. Oh. Like I can never forget the sound. Oh, I bet. A different dysfunction, the, the little thing that protects the net behind the goal. That quack! A, and then, I literally, not joking, I ended up about 15 rows behind me, <laughs> crying, and my nephew was on the field, he came up and was like, get off the field, the game's not over. I'm over, hit, I'm like 20 rows to the right now. I'm like, just, la la la. that. Everyone's yeah. crying, it's just the biggest... Sense of relief, you know, relief and enjoyment rolled into one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it it's was, one of the things I love yeah. about
1: sports, right? Is you, there's no reason. We met each other today, shook hands, great yeah. to meet you, but we wouldn't hug each other, right? Right. But no, if okay. we were at a sporting event and yeah. our team wins, we would be
2: hugging. And to have, it's like so lose be, yourself in that moment. It's so beautiful, really. The guys that I was sitting beside, like I said hello to time before we and they were just like real tough like kind of skinhead dudes of and it's like yeah, we're not, end, we're like crying on each other's shoulder yeah like and we're <laughs> in the space of ninety five minutes. It's but, like, beautiful. Emotionally attached to these guys, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. It's so that great. was that
2: was that was the start of it. We picked up a lot of fans and I know for a fact that in my club downstairs the Man City Phoenix group um, a lot. Of, that was the first Man City game they ever saw. Oh wow! Um, you know, fair enough. You got to start somewhere. Of um, yes. You know, they might be classified as bandwagon, but you know, this is a sport that's growing in America. Yeah. And um, you know, they have to start somewhere. But
1: and there's only certain. Yeah, I mean. In- <clears throat> like one of the criteria that will be helpful for me choosing a team is I would like a team that has a club here, a yeah. fan club in town. It's not the only criteria. There's other things that matter, but there is something about having other fans to watch a sport with, build camaraderie, have a relationship with. So, and that's really like the top six clubs, right? There's not a right. lot of fans in other clubs.
2: Well, but I guarantee you some good times What Manchester City ahead if you're, if you're <laughs> to pick Man City um, the group we have are a great bunch of guys, we have a present, we run it really well. Great. Um, we raise funds uh, every year to, to fundraisers and stuff like that, and we send, last year we sent two people to Manchester, we'll do a draw you know, around Christmas time, and then at the end of the season. So, but it's great you know, for these guys that, a lot of these people haven't been out of the country except for the Rocky Point and stuff, you know? Great. <laughs> right. But all of a sudden I'm like, there you go, there's yeah. two, two match tickets, there's your flight, I got your accommodation, um, so you know, we, we we spread the spread the gospel if you take and yeah. actually send people over to the game. So
0: that's cool. And,
2: and then we run trips and you know we get together and you know I've met some really really great people like people that you'd never normally be friends with. Like, yep. You know, it's like you know, sixty five year old guys and that you know have nothing in common except this that this is all for cool. the. For soccer, you know, so
1: that's cool. That's cool yeah. Another question I had so, why does Aguero have Kun Aguero on the on his, so his kid? Yeah, yeah. I read his
2: book, and that was Kun, was, would you believe this? He was a Japanese cartoon figure, okay. And that was his favorite cartoon, and he was always that was his nickname, okay. You know, so he was always called Kun, okay. And um, so it stuck with him, so okay. That's where it is, it's just a
1: nickname. So, is that something like do the players get to choose what's on the back of their jersey, more or less? Good question.
2: Um, I'm assuming I'm a little bit, like yeah,
1: he's got Kun Aguero, you see some of the guys go by do, one uh, name only, right? Like they go by their the, first name. The Portuguese
2: guys will always, yeah. the Italians will have one name. Yeah. It's usually, you know. But, good question. I can't, 100% I presume they can, you know, but yeah. it's, these guys are like marketing machines too, you know? For sure. They're yeah. stepping up. Like, Asia and stuff like
1: that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. So I did catch a little bit of the match this this weekend. Okay. Um, I was up north with my family, and it was like a nine thirty game, which is oh, yeah. great. So against new, Newcastle, yeah, we didn't play well, but, but we got the three points. That's all. That and, yeah, right got the three points, yeah. and br- like again, I'm like pretty new to new to football. I mm-hmm. played as a kid, but like watching it, both goals seem to be like remarkable strikes. Yeah. You have the Sterling. Do you see the match? Stirl- oh, yeah, Stirl- right. yeah that Sterling. He comes mm-hmm. around the side, like just outside the box, and just puts a yeah, right wicked oh, strike, strike yeah. on into the corner. And then Walker's, which yeah, eventually becomes the winner. That was is the from- first
2: first ever goal for Manchester City, believe it or not. Oh no, Yenlin. Yeah. Oh Yedlin. Or, yeah. Oh no. Oh Kyle Walker. Yeah, that that Kyle goal. Oh yeah, because f- who did he play for before? Yeah. We can't forget about Yedlin. I actually met him over at Cityscape game when the US were here. He's a nice. Oh, kid. you met Yedlin's nice kid, yeah. Um, but yeah, Kyle Walker's goal to win it was—that's yeah. his, his first ever goal for Man City. he, okay. normally, he, he play was play for, before? He was with Cotton Okay, and we bought him last year. Got it. And we got slated for that, but okay. he, he's so fast. Yeah,
1: so and he's a—he's de- defender. Yeah, he plays like right back. Right so, back. So, yeah,
2: the right back position. Okay. So the way Guardiola plays, he gets forward a lot. Yeah. So like when he got that ball, I was like, "Don't shoot! Don't shoot! This is an in!" I couldn't believe it. He hit the net. So he doesn't normally hit them. Diandra you know, would pass it off and yeah. go into the
1: corner. I mean, it was a amazing. Yeah. And he, just,
2: he was kind of frustrated with the game I just said, "I'm putting my foot through this. I don't care." And yep. it went
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's great. Yeah, and then DeAndre Yedlin. I mean, obviously, as an American, one of the things I'm looking for too. I think it's the same for you, right? As an Irishman, you're. Oh yeah, you're you, you, you choose yeah. city because they're well, they have a whole bunch yeah, of Irish, Irish guys um, and there's not a lot of Americans obviously in the EPL right now but, but Yedlin's kind of one of our stars there. Yeah. And it was great to see him get his first goal that wasn't an own goal right because the week before I think he yeah. had an own goal well, but. I, he
2: got, I thought he was going to be injured for the season he had a really bad injury in the opening day of the season so I saw that, like, that too mm-hmm. yeah. But, but yeah exactly um, yeah, I can't think you know the US always had a bunch of goalkeepers in the Premier League you know Brad Friedel uh, yeah that's and right Howard obviously and, yeah um, but, and Man City had a, a US connection. We had Claudio Reyna. I don't know if oh there. yeah, Reyna. He he did a season with us, and then it um, was a hard guy as well. Um yeah. Claudio Reyna. That's right. I yeah. didn't realize
1: he played for City. Yeah, he was
2: with us for a while. Yeah, that's great. And then obviously we have the American connection because we own NYCFC too. Okay. So that's kind of like a, a small sort of theater club for us. So, okay. And um, you know, Man City is. These guys aren't joking around, and they're going global. You know, yeah. they have another regular team in Spain. They're okay. in, in the La Liga, called um, Girona. Okay. Um So they're in the Premier League in Spain, and then a the team in Australia too. So these are all, all the same own, um, ownership company. Yeah. And um, you saw it all or nothing. These guys are shrewd, shrewd businessmen. You know. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It's They're definitely making a mark. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I like to do every episode is have uh, my guest explain a term to me. So obviously there's lots of terms in football that as Americans, we use different terminology. Mm -hmm. And one that stuck out, especially from the all or nothing, is this term derby, Mm -hmm. right? And I think I've kind of figured out a bit of what it is, but I'd love for you to explain to me what it means and then also.
2: Well, first of all, it's pronounced derby.
1: Derby, okay. It's spelled
2: derby. Um, you're right. You're thinking of like the horse race. That's right. And that's where it, the name um, actually came from. Okay. And um, it was a horse race in England uh, called the, the, the Derby. In order I guess in the north of England it was pronounced Derby. Got it. Um, <clears throat> so that's where it came from. Like I think it 1790 or something. Okay. the The horse race was or something like that. And then the name just kind of developed into a local. It was a local sort of horse race and then it became known the Derby still went into soccer and rugby and other sports and basically it's just it's a local rivalry between you know it would be in American terms the Jets and the Giants got it okay Um, but a lot more serious yeah you don't want to go to work two days later if you lose the Derby it's yeah it's torture if you lose and And I think that's what makes it
1: it unique right is we Mm -hmm. have rivalries here like I'm yeah. Huge baseball fan. San Francisco Giants are my team. I hate the Dodgers. Right. Right. But we don't share a city. Yeah. You know, and so there's a sense in which there's distance between you. Where that's, I think, what makes these derbies in mm-hmm. the EPL or in England a yeah. bit more unique is you have a number of teams who share a city yeah. and compete against each other on a regular basis. Manchester, the mm-hmm. Liverpool and Everton, right? Yeah, um, and then like the big
2: one like, again. Yeah, like I don't know. But all over the world, you know, yeah, obviously, um, um Barcelona and Espanol, uh uh-huh. Then you have Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid, yeah. Celtic Rangers is a serious one, yeah. There's like religious tension involved, it's in uh-huh. like the Catholics versus the Protestants. Oh, that's interesting. Those yeah. into the whole Northern Ireland thing, and Ooh, I would maybe you know,
1: this is another topic for yeah, another time. To- I have a great yeah, friend who's from Northern Ireland, spent a right. lot of time out there. That maybe is another topic that's, that, that's that we could cover, what,
2: but, you know, Liverpool never. They, yeah. They both share the yeah. The Inter Inter Milan AC Milan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so but it's it again. that's the one you don't want to lose. Yeah. Uh, um, as I said like well, he walked out of that um the derby last year after losing to United. It's like walking at the funeral. Yeah. And we had the league wrapped up anyway, and we're
1: still devastated because we're so 2-0 up, and that lose 3-2, you know? Well, that's the beautiful storytelling that All or Nothing is doing, is you yeah. have that, that interview with that older gentleman at the halftime, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's he like, you just, like, see, like, you just, like genuine. You, you feel you know? it, right, yeah. from him. And then they don't go back to him, right? They probably don't find him after the match or yeah. whatever. But I just kept wondering the whole time, like... Yeah. Oh, that poor older man! Like, I know. devastated. He's like, even cool. though they still are going to win the cup, sure. He's devastated, yeah. you know. Like,
2: I'd love to win this against this lot today. He doesn't even call him <laughs> by our name. Like, yeah, he don't <laughs> even mention anything name. it was funny at the end of that other nothing when Vincent Company, our captain, yeah, and he, you know he, he's been with us ten years. When he was there in the, the bad times too, and he yeah. came in, but his father-in-law is a United fan, he's watching, did you see that? One? No, I, so, I haven't got to that one yeah, yet. But, but I won't spoil it for you, but he's watching, he was with father-in-law <laughs> um, when they won the league and he's a United fan, because United lost. And yeah, oh great. That. It's, it's, uh,
1: oh, that's pretty funny, very good. that's interesting. Well Jimmy, thank you so much so for right. coming thank in. For I bet. look forward, we'll follow up, I'm going to be doing live look-in okay. during okay. a match, so I'll come into Kevin Blanack. I'll come to some
2: more to guys. And, and dude, All right. Uh, All right. You're right upstairs. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks Thanks so much. much. All right. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Our theme song is something elated by Broke for Free. Special thanks to Virtuous CRM, a donor management and marketing automation software for nonprofits. Thanks for letting me use your mic for these recordings. You can learn more about their amazing product at virtuouscrm.com. Also thanks to One Mission, a community development organization giving people in poverty the opportunity to earn a house by serving their community. Thanks for letting me steal a little bit of my work week to produce these episodes. If you like these podcasts, go to onemission.org slash donate and donate to this amazing organization. 100% of your donation will go directly to our projects and programs and be tied directly to a family. That's onemission.org slash donate. Recording, mixing... Etc., etc., is done by me, Dave Hughes. I'm not only a football neophyte, but I'm also a podcast neophyte. We'll be back uh, in a couple weeks after the international break, but keep a lookout for our next episode where we'll feature Tottenham Hotspur.
3: What do you think about that goal? team do you like? The yellow team is called the Wolves and the blue team is called Man City.
0: Wait, the blue team scored?
3: Yeah, the blue team scored.
0: Which one are you cheering for?
3: I don't really have a team I'm cheering for yet. Which one do you think? So they're tied one to one. Man City. Man City? The blue team?
0: That team that scored.
3: Oh, that guy was faking that. Referee wasn't fooled by it. Oh man, it's getting chippy out there. I'm surprised you're not cheering for the yellow team.
0: Why are they are they good?
3: Uh, well they're playing pretty good today, but their nickname is the Wolves. Kind of cool nickname, huh? Oh, there was a little foul there. Actually, you can cheer for Man City, though. That's the team Titus likes.
2: Well, you can buy us.
3: That guy's really good right there, Costa.
2: (laughs) Well,
0: you can buy us, but actually, we can smash you.
3: You can smash me?
1: Yeah, because I'm from Man City.